0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm super excited as always to be on because today we have another amazing six-figure plus entrepreneur. Her name is Megan Camille and she is an intuitive business consultant. Megan, how are you today?
1: Hello, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely a pleasure to have you on. I know that you're going to have a lot of great insights for our audience. So just thanks for taking your time out of your day and joining us. Now, I said a little bit real quickly about what it is that you do, but to help people understand better, what exactly is the consulting and the services that you offer?
1: Yeah, so I run a coaching and consulting business that supports clients and scaling their business to six and seven figures using a psychic, intuitive, energetic, and strategic approach I've been doing that for many years and in my third business I have started four. I am also the co-founder of the Sophia mystery school which is an online mystery school that focuses on expanded states of consciousness and enlightenment and all things woo so I love the business and I also love the spirituality
0: Very cool. I love it. So it sounds like you have had other businesses before. You really like entrepreneurialism. What got you started in wanting to go into business for yourself?
1: I never have had an actual job with the exception of three months at a school when I was really young, like in my early twenties. And I got married fairly young, around 24 or so, and I was a stay-at-home mom for a couple of years, and I just was not fulfilled, and I knew I wanted something more, and as that was chipping away and calling at me like, hey, you have something beyond or in addition to motherhood, my marriage at the time was also collapsing. And he was a professor and very well established and had a great income. So we had a cozy lifestyle and I just couldn't fathom my children not having that because I chose to divorce their dad. So I quickly learned how to run a business. And somewhere in there, it's been so many years, somewhere in there, my then husband asked or suggested that I either stop running my business or I stay with him. And obviously we're here today and I chose my business And so I just had to learn really fast, like, how do I make money to support my kids and also not have them have this dip? And so the only thing I had, because I didn't have any college education, I definitely didn't have any business education, was my intuition. And I've been psychic my entire life. I started giving readings at 15, and it just so happened, it was ironic. I see the beauty and the plan in it now, but the readings that I was giving were to these well established and successful business women at 15 years old. I was in the paper, at 15 giving these readings right someone wrote an article on me word spreads in a small town and again it was this precursor something that was coming that I just didn't know and so as I was moving through this divorce and building business of like how am I going to support myself all I really had was that psychic connection and that intuitive connection my very first business was a brick and mortar and I built that to six figures and a waiting list in about eight months or so and then into a sales agency and again built that to multiple six figures and really started discovering that my passion was in building businesses, not necessarily the businesses that I had, but just in building business, right? Then I would quickly be like, oh, I don't think that this is my passion anymore. And so I'd move on to the next one, which is what birthed intuitive business consulting where I get to support clients in launching or scaling their business. That's my favorite part, but without having to restart every time. Long story short, my intuition is what has got me from there to here.
0: Love it. And I know you mentioned briefly what you help the people who come to you do that they're looking to launch a business or scale. What, if you can go in a little more detail, does the process of working with you look like for somebody who comes to you seeking support?
1: Yeah, I would say it's significantly different than the average business coach or consultant. My philosophy is 80% energetics and 20% strategy. Typically what's out there right now is template coaching, which is here's how I did it. Let me put it into a program. And now you go apply this step-by-step to get the same results. And what that is missing is one, tailorization to the individual and the kind of lifestyle that they desire. For me specifically, I have five kids and time freedom is huge. And so what I make, I do in part-time hours. So the tailorization is something that's super important to me. And then the energetics, because the strategy that most people wrap up into a pretty template and give their clients is really, it's only 20% of it. And that's why we see some people that take a strategy, they run with it and they make a million dollars and someone else who takes the same strategy works it for years and goes, wow, I haven't created any results. I haven't made any money. I'm actually in debt now. And the gap there is energetics. It's what are these people doing to get better at being themselves? How do they hold the, do they have capacity to hold risk? Do they have the capacity to hold uncertainty? Does that risk and uncertainty trigger them into a fight, flight, or freeze? And are they using their intuition or are they just following direction, right? So all of these moving pieces simply can't be even talked about in a template, right? It's just, this is how you do it now. Good luck with me. I tap in and I tune in with my clients. It's typically one-on-one where I'm channeling from source consciousness, what's already in their sphere, especially if I don't want to get too deep here, but when we take the illusion of time and space out, and we're simply looking at the success of their business, wherever that might lie in the quantum field, there's Already a point in which their business is at seven figures or multiple six figures or six figures. And so we're tapping into that energy and downloading the directions. So while I feel like I have great business know-how after these many years, it never ever trumps the intuition that comes through where it's like, hey, this person will actually benefit from this particular strategy. And then we can go into the toolbox and pull that strategy out versus trying strategy after strategy until one clicks.
0: Yeah, as as you said, so much of the coaching that's out there right now is just a step-by-step process type thing where everybody in the program is doing the exact same thing and trying to duplicate the results whoever put the program together got. And it definitely leaves out the fact that everybody's business is different. Everybody is different in who they are and where they're at in their life. And most of those strategies are probably useful to most people to just blanket everybody with the same strategy doesn't necessarily serve everybody at as high a level as you could.
1: Yeah, exactly. And while any strategy can work, any strategy, if it's gotten anyone results can get anyone else results as long as you can energetically resonate with it, right? If someone has strategy that they're working that requires lots of visibility and then that is applied to someone who has a deep fear of being seen and now consciously they're like absolutely i'm ready to go big yay let me be seen and unconsciously they've got a program going on where they get physically ill thinking about being seen and now we have these two forces going against each other the strategy is now obsolete and we're not talking about strategy anymore
0: yeah for sure because if you're not aligned then you can say one thing that you want to but your energy you're putting out is basically like talking out the other side of your mouth And then you have this mismatch in what you say you want and what you're putting out that you are ready to receive. And I think that's definitely something that a lot of business owners just aren't as aware enough as they could be of. What's really painful I find for a lot of people is when they actually take the time to do the strategy and put in all of this energy, but because they can't align themselves with the strategy, they push away any results that they might get. And then you have people who are so frustrated because I'm working so hard. Why isn't this working?
1: Yeah, totally. And I know I've been there of investing all of this time, energy, effort, money, and being like, what am I doing wrong? And really internalizing that quote unquote fail instead of, oh, what, do, what does my body need? What does my soul need right now? And then tending to that and then seeing how that strategy either falls out of existence for me because it really wasn't a, a resonant match or begins just kicking off and it's really working. And this unconscious resistance to success or money or receivership or being seen is unconscious. So typically you're not going to see your own shit. That's why we have people. That's why we have mentors. That's why we have consultants and coaches. I know that's why I do. I say, please, what shit am I not saying? I really want to see it. And then when they are able to mirror that for me, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. How funny it was always already there.
0: It definitely helps to have those people who have a different perspective on things because It's like the cobbler's kid going without shoes, right? You can be the best at the world at helping somebody do something and also be the most inept person in the world at doing it for yourself.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: So I want to ask you for 2023. What is one objective you have inside your business you'd love to complete this year or like one big goal you've got?
1: Yeah, oftentimes I pick a frequency for the year. Some people can call this like your word for the year. I really tune in to those frequencies of each word and that's where I then base each thing I do for my business is okay. If I choose to take this action, is this going to align with the frequency that I was led to at the beginning of the year? And if those things align, then I go for it. If they don't align, I don't go for it. As in I just like, "Eh, I'm passing on it. It doesn't align with the frequency." No thing. For me this year is actually visibility, ironically enough here I am on a podcast. <laughs> so anything that that resonates with visibility, that resonates with that frequency, I say yes to. And there is what is called soul goals versus ego goals right? And our ego goals is what our conscious mind wants. I want to look really good. I want to make a lot of money. I want to prove the people that I went to college with wrong. And our soul goals is I want to feel fulfilled. I want freedom. I want to know that I'm really living into my Dharma. Those are soul goals. Most people are stuck in ego goals, which keeps us also doing strategies that will get us those ego goals versus a strategy that gets us our soul goals and something that's always included in soul goals is our well-being whether that is physical financial emotional all of the above it's always well-being and it's always purpose That's why we don't actually have to have a goal of an amount that we're going to make. Now, of course, I have a desire, would love to hit this number. And I also know as long as I am really aligning with the sole goal of visibility, it can't help but to hit that number.
0: Perfect. Sounds amazing. Now, let me ask you, what's a big financial challenge you've had in your business?
1: One that I've had in the past, I would say is like knowing when to hire, being in that space where there's, I'm tapped out at doing what I can do. It's time to bring someone on, but I'm like, how can I afford to expand team here? That is the part that's always, always a little like tight chest feeling. And what I've learned now, I know this on a soul level, but of course the humanist comes in, the mind chatter comes in. But what I've learned is to hire before you're ready, hire before you're ready, whether it's social media management or it's a support coach or it's an executive assistant or a CEO. I hire before I need them. I no longer play this game of, oh gosh, I really need someone. I need to bring that person in and train them all while I'm so stretched thin. Yeah, so I would say investing in support whether it be coaching or team support has historically been a little challenging aside from the last year or so.
0: Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Now, as far as entrepreneurs go, I'm sure that you see this all the time. Most of us tend to not listen to our intuition and not as much as we could. What do you think it is that most entrepreneurs struggle with or that gets in their way of them paying more attention to their intuition as it regards their business?
1: Mm, self-trust self-trust this is where I see people make it or break it is that they don't trust that inner knowing of their next best step and instead they will outsource this I've even had someone say this is really what I want to charge but my daughter said no one would ever pay that much for this and so here she had an intuitive download and her own family said, no one's ever going to pay that. That's crazy. How could you ask for that? And so she shut it down and shifted what she was going to change. And now this is where the landslide and the domino effect happens because she now has stepped out of her own calling, her own intuitive guidance. She'll lower her price and not get anyone coming in. And we'll say, gosh, even at this lower price, no one's coming in, but it had nothing to do with the price. It had to do with her succumbing to someone else's vision for her instead of her own. Whereas if she would have worked through this fear of, Oh my gosh, my daughter thinks I'm really dumb for charging that amount and stuck with that intuitive knowing she probably would have had plenty of people coming to her for that. But then you go and you charge less because that person said so, and then you're not creating results and you're like, wow, that person's really right. I should lower it again. And it's just this domino effect of being disconnected from that inner voice that truly never does us wrong. It never leads us astray. And so that not following the intuitive nudge usually comes down to self-trust.
0: Yep, I think that says it really well. From a personal perspective, what is your biggest financial goal right now?
1: Biggest financial goal? Yeah. I'm loving playing with investments. I'm loving passive income. I would say my next biggest one is to be making what I'm making right now without any effort in the sense of not showing up right in the sense of I don't have to be there for it to be happening it just is running in the background through investments or other things that are going that doesn't require my attention or my time not to say that I want to continue doing what I do because I love what I do and now I know that this can be happening without me being active in it so why not have both
0: yeah, absolutely. And that's a perfect segue. Thank you very much. I couldn't have planned it better because the next question that I was going to ask you is what does financial freedom look like to you? Because I talk to entrepreneurs and most of them, or at least the ones who have been in business long enough to figure out the game, realize that it comes down to being able to make systems to replicate what you do so that you can have somebody else do it. So you can eventually get out of the business yourself to do like you said, and not have to show up and be the one doing the work every day. So when you get to that point and you have as much money coming in as you could ever need, and you're totally financially free, what are you going to do with your time?
1: It has changed over the years. I remember my initial goal just being $10,000 a month. Please let me make this so that It's the same lifestyle as if I were married and then it just grew and grew from there. So it's always ever changing. And I would imagine once I am passively bringing in a million dollars a year, I will have a new vision and a new goal of what that looks like. There's this never ending desire for growth. And what would I do? I would do exactly what I am doing today. I can't think of anything I would be doing differently and I play this game often. If I could do absolutely anything today, what would I do? And oftentimes it's what I'm already doing. I think maybe the only shift or change would be maybe having full time house team. We have quite a bit now, but like, I'm talking like chef three meals a day kind of thing. Otherwise, like what I would do with my time I'm already doing. And I also know that no matter what my income is, I love to be serving in the way that I do right now. Even if I could not work and maintain this lifestyle, I would still do it, at least for now. In five years, maybe that would change. Maybe I'm like, oh, I'm done with consulting. Right now, I wouldn't change anything. I love the time with my kids. I love all the freedom that I have. I love getting on calls with my clients and doing events, like all of that is just right.
0: That's great. It's one of the reasons why I love doing these interviews is because I talk to people who are absolutely in love with what they're doing, wouldn't stop doing it if they could and Mm -hmm. are making a ton of money to, it's really cool. So that's awesome.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, so do you have a written financial plan that you follow as you work towards financial freedom or what is the process like for you?
1: Yeah, as always, that is also ever-changing. So the way I used to do it is not how I do it anymore, and I will probably not be doing it the way I do now in a year or two years from now. It's very fluid. I do what supports me right here, right now, again, based on my intuition. Before, I used to be very diligent, looking at every single tiny thing. Then I went through a phase of, I'm going to live as though I know I am fully supported at all times. And not even be checking things, right? Not even check the account every single day. Once a month, I'll go over my budget and so on and so forth. That is where I found the most increase in my income. If I'm looking at what I was doing financially at that time, as far as financially planning was when I removed myself from looking at it every single day. And I chose to live in full trust of myself, full trust of infinite intelligence and life to support me. That's actually where I went from multiple six figures to seven figures. And that has been the most profound thing that I ever did. And as far as financially, I also have a CFO strategist and accountants to take care of those certain things and investments and that's on paper. And those are the things that don't necessarily light me up. I love having money. I love making money, but those aren't my favorite pieces. And so I outsource a lot of that. My husband will work on some of the investments. My CFO strategist will give his opinion and then I'll take action. And then I really just go back into the space that I love being in, which is really not that realm. I love money, but I'm talking like the realm of like investment and that sort of thing.
0: Love it. And that's some great advice, I think, and goes back to really working with those energetics. Because again, it goes back to to who you are and how you look at things, right? Because we talked about that you can say one thing and feel another thing. And for some people, checking their finances every day at the end of the day is good for them because it helps them keep track and they're very orderly in that fashion and it helps them keep their focus on it so they can grow and pay attention to it. And for other people, maybe you don't want to look at it every day because it's very stressful for you or you just feel it's very time consuming or you really don't enjoy it. And so if you have that negative attitude towards doing it, it's just going to make you hate dealing with your finances and make repel it from you and push it away.
1: Yeah. I really invite everyone to look at money the way in which we look at air. And at the end of the day, I don't go, oh my gosh, how much air do I have to live off of tomorrow? Am I safe to keep breathing right now? Should I breathe right now? Should I not breathe right now? Should I save some of my air? And so when we're moving into full co-creation with infinite intelligence. And with the process of life, we don't have to question whether we're supported or not. And so that was what my practice was. And that was, gosh, I don't make sure that I have enough air to breathe. And so if I want money to be flowing to me the same way that my natural resources flow to me like air, then I don't need to be freaked out about not having it. Instead, I just trust that it comes.
0: Love it. Very great. I've loved all the insights you've had for the audience. Thanks again for sharing with us. Now, for anybody who is interested in finding out more about what you do or wants to connect with you, what's the best way to do that?
1: Megancamille.com is my website. You can also find me on Facebook, Intuitive Business Consulting with Megan Camille and Instagram at the Megan Camille, C-A-M-I-L-E.
0: Perfect. And then, Elsie, you'd like to share with our audience any parting advice for the entrepreneurs out there?
1: Mm, Enjoy the journey. There is no end destination, truly, because once we accomplish what we're set out to accomplish right now, we're simply enticed with the next vision. And so enjoying the process is the purpose. The destination is not the purpose. It is truly the process.
0: Perfect. Thanks so much for sharing that. And thanks again for taking the time out of your day to come on the show.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Chris.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And everybody listening out there, if you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead and do that and leave us one of those great five-star reviews as well. We appreciate it. And if you're a six-figure online plus entrepreneur and you want to come on our show, just like Megan did today, to tell your business story and talk to our audience, we'd love to have you on. You can go to pyfpodcast.com. That's the letters pyfpodcast.com and apply. All right. Thanks again.